Hello race fans and welcome to Disc Golf Daily. Today is Friday, March 1st. We are the podcast that gets you caught up with disc golf growth and news in just 10 minutes. If you find something interesting, share it with a friend. Today we do a deep dive into whether or not disc golf is growing or contracting. Stay tuned after the news to find out. Our number one news story of the day, Bryan, Texas, has closed their disc golf course. If you remember last week, I mentioned the course in Bryan, Texas. This is the one where the neighbors were complaining. Well, the town has shut the course down. Hopefully they give it a further review. Having said that, Green Splatter has put out a a great and timely article, as they often do, about not hopping fences. This is not the reason that the Bryan, Texas course closed, as far as I know, uh, but it is an important lesson for all of us to learn. The Green Splatter article talks about how disc golf needs to be more cognizant of its neighbors. We need to respect the property of people that live next to disc golf courses. They are the people that hold the future of that course in their hands. Make them like and respect the people that play, us, by being respectful and likable. Stop hopping fences. That, this one deserves a read. Lucas nails it. Thank you very much once again, Green Splatter. Our number two news story, PDGA Live. We all know, or we should know, that we can track scores on PDGA Live and in their handy app, iOS, Android. Maybe you didn't know, at least for the Pro Tour and major events for now, there is a throw tracker that you can turn on and off to see exactly where someone is. Also, there is a metric toggle. In case you don't live in the United States or Myanmar or Liberia, which are the only countries that have not officially embraced the metric system, there's now a toggle that will put you onto the metric system in the PDJ Live app. As a side note, in my opinion, Disc Golf should start the switch and only measure holes in metric unless you turn the toggle off. How cool would it be when in just a few months all disc golfers are measurement bilingual? The PDGA could start this by defaulting this toggle to on. But moving on, the article discusses how you can click on a player and see their round stats. These are pretty much on par with the UDISC stats that we've come to know and love. All in all, the PDGA has done a great job getting up to speed on the stat stuff. I also love the distance on basically every shot. The, the volunteers killed it, and the stats show it. There's also a course tab at the top, so you can look at course info and stats. Again, pretty much on par with our UDISC expectations. And then the PDJ closes the article by giving a link to offer any suggestions for the stats and app. So if you've got some good ideas, I'd suggest you submit them. You can't be mad if you don't vote. And don't worry, yes, I've already submitted the metric toggle being set on by default, so you don't need to submit that. Our number three news story of the day, an Innova fan survey. On the Innova blog, they have asked people to take a survey about Innova Discs. They want to know what you think. If you like Innova Discs, or if you want to tell them why you don't, take the survey. Link in the show notes. Next up, we talk about whether disc golf is growing or contracting.
All right, let's figure this out once and for all. I keep hearing people talk about whether or not the sport or the, the idea that the sport is contracting and uh, other people say, no, the sport is growing. And so I created some models. I looked at the PDGA data for the last almost 15 years. Um, the data that I collected was the number of active members, the highest PDGA number, which would tell us how many new members there were, um, how many people renewed, what our overall growth was, the retention rate, new member growth, and new slash total membership. So the question is, is disc golf growing? And these are all from the PDGA membership. Uh, is disc golf growing? Is disc golf contracting? So we know the COVID boom was great, but are we going to suffer a catastrophic collapse as the COVID players leave the sport? Uh, don't get nervous. The answer to that is no, but I'll explain it later. These are questions worth asking in depth. And on Fridays, today, we offer our thoughts for the weekend. Seems like a perfect time to figure this out. In the decade leading up to COVID, 2000, basically the 2010s, we saw in the PDGA memberships, the average growth was just over 14%. This is how many more members there were the next year. So if we had 100 members in year one, there'd be 114 members in year two. Average retention, 82.5%. This is the number of PDGA members that renewed. Over 80% renewal is very good, especially for an organization that is really only compelling to tournament competing players. Percentage of new players, 30%. Remember the pretend 100 members we had in year one? On average, about 30 of them would be brand new to the organization. They're replacing the 20% that don't renew. And average new member growth, so 15%. This is basically a check against the total growth, which was just over 14%. These numbers should be in the same range. Otherwise, there's something making PDGA membership more or less attractive, depending which number's higher. So that is where we are. Pretty steady, pretty repeatable, 15% growth from 2010 to 2019. At the beginning of 2010, the PDGA had 14,300 members. Seriously, that is, that is it. A decade later, we ended 2019 with 53,300 members, almost quadrupling 2010's numbers. Yes, 15% growth is good, especially if it's sustainable. I love compounding interest. When you only have 100 members and you grow to 115, it may not seem like much. But if you do it for close to 50 years, like the PDGA and Disc Golf have done, and the numbers start to get really, really big, 15% can be a lot. And even better yet, there's never been a huge boom that we couldn't keep up with until 2020. The world stopped for a couple of years. People minimized interacting with others indoors. Disc golf and traditional golf both saw tremendous growth. Actually, I'll jump to golf for a second. According to the National Golf Foundation, more rounds of traditional golf were played in 2023 than any other year. 531 million, to put a number on it. And just so you know, that's just in the USA. Yeah, golf is that big. 
Udisc recently announced that 2023 was also disc golf's biggest year for number of rounds played. Anyway, golf is celebrating that number, and rightly so. It surpassed the previous record year of 2021, which was the end of the COVID high. That year, there were 529 million rounds. So two things we can extrapolate from this. First, 2022 must have seen a decline in the number of rounds. And second, 2023 was basically flat, probably much like 2022, basically flat. Golf's COVID boom, which increased players by 14% in the USA, is likely over, and they will begin growing at the same rate they did before COVID, which was flat, and that's where they are. So 14%, which is what golf boomed to, that's par for the course for disc golf. When adding in the COVID boom to disc golf's already steady 14%, we saw an increase of over 40% in disc golf as measured by PDGA membership. Yeah, for those two years, 40% growth. Here's the problem. When you have such fast growth, in the following years, your retention rate goes down. This is because the longer someone plays, especially in tournaments, which is what the PDGA membership is primarily measuring, the more likely they will stick around. Newer players drop off quicker, and we've got a lot of newer players. In 2023, the PDGA saw 29,700 new members. Let's, we're all friends here, let's just call it 30,000. In 2023, the PDGA also saw a decrease in retention. This makes sense because a large percentage of members had been members for just a year or two. So the non-renewing new members and the gained new members basically balanced out and 2023 saw no growth, just like golf is seeing. In 2024, based on the mathematical models I created, it appears that the PDGA will see a small retraction in, in 2024 before growing again in 2025. This is primarily because retention rates will rise again in 2025. 2024 will be the tail end of retention rates being low. If there had been no COVID boom and disc golf had continued to grow 15% per year by 2024, we would have seen about 29,000 new PDGA members. This is almost exactly the number our modeling is showing that we actually will attain. This means we are back on track, as it were. So based on the model, we should experience just under 5% growth in 2025, with that number increasing to just over 10% in 2027, and us being back to our 14 to 15% growth 2020, from 2028 on. This would put the 2028 PDGA membership at 200,000, give or take a couple thousand. Without the COVID boom, so just, just to compare that 200,000 number, without the COVID boom, if we had just kept growing at 15% growth, the PDGA membership in 2028 would have been about 180,000. And just to have fun here, Going back to 2010, do you remember what, what the membership was? 14,000. We're talking about being, well, oh, 15 times bigger. This is crazy how big this sport is getting. So, while the PDGA is currently, is currently retracting, 
and I expect a 2-4% to retraction in PDGA memberships from 2023 to 2024. The PDGA and Disc Golf will bounce back in 2025 and fully recover their growth rate by 2028. In short, yes, Disc Golf is shrinking, but it is not a permanent situation. We basically introduced about a million people to the sport five years ahead of schedule, and some of them didn't stick with it. Long-term, disc golf continues to grow, and by 2028, once the boom and retention decrease are settled in, COVID will have boosted our overall numbers, putting us about 10% ahead of where we were headed. It's not the 50% year-over-year growth we saw in 2020 and 2021, but it is ahead of our reliable 15% growth, which we will have been averaging for half a century. This golf is fun. It will continue to grow. Thank you very much for listening. As always, if you have any news, thoughts, or opinions, please shoot us an email at discgolfdaily at aol.com. Have fun, throw them straight, and hit the thin gap.